The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Lamid Het. Today's Daf has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Yishmeru Vehayehu for continued Hatzlacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, Biriut, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied in Nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Today's daf is being studied for Ashlemai Yosef ben Sarab Rahamim ben Adel and Sarab Bat Rahel Edna Nefernahim for the Nefesh of the Guf. For the Tankalabal of Achinya Rasmanabal Amen. We are in Lamin Chet and we're four lines down, starting with Amar Lerava. Just to recap a little, in the previous Gemara we had a discussion of basically three Pesukim in the Torah that talk about the Isur to take uh, money, payment, at a time where there is a Hayuv Mitah. Uh, and the reason why you need three Pesukim to tell you the same rule, that each Pesuk comes and includes different uh, scenarios. There was a Pesuk, the first Pesuk we learned was, Velo Tekhu Chofer Lenefesh Rotsayah. Which meant you cannot take a money for a Nefesh Rotsayah. Someone is Hayav Mitah, that was a Rotsayah, that was a murderer, you cannot uh, take uh, money. So we learned that is talking about a situation of mitot kalot. What is mitot kalot? So as she said uh, on the bottom of Lamed Zayin, Hainu kol mitot amurot baim karet al zedono belo atra'a yesh kapra b'shkegata b'hatat. Any item that's hayav karet on the mezid and is shogeg, uh, Korban Hattat, that's considered mitot kalot. Oh, yes, and he gives an example of Avodah Zarah, Shabbat, Arayot, and therefore, in those cases over there, we have a pasuk that comes along and says, by mitot kalot, there is no uh, payment uh, for the mitah. Which means when a person uh, does it, his uh, hayat, uh, you cannot pay uh, to get off. Then we had a pasuk of Kol cherem asher yachoram when Adam lo yipade. So we learned that that pasuk was referring to mitot hamurot. That's referring to a type of avon where she classified them on the same uh, amud. He called it mitot hamurot. That's a case where the zedono is hayav and the Shigaga uh, is not atonable by Hatat. So therefore, those also, type of mitot like that, cannot be cannot be paid. You cannot uh, pay, you know, take it off the mitah. And then we had the last rasha that we had on the Amud Lishon was kol. What is the kol in the Pasuk? It says kol herim. What is the kol coming to include? So the Gebarah said that you might have thought that that's only talking about where you kill him, Derech uh, Aliyah. 
right? Which means when you kill him, derich aliyah. So then, shelonit nashigato lekapara. Because in that case over there, a person that kills, let's say, derich aliyah, the law is that in the mezid, in the shogeg, he does not go to galut. Aval haragod derich yirida. But when you kill him, derich yirida, where on the shogeg derich yirida, he does go to galut. So I might have thought you can pay to get off the galut. That any punishment, uh, even a galut punishment, or an item that would be uh, punishable in the shogeg, uh, that uh, you go to galut. So I might have thought, since it's kapara the shogeg, maybe you can pay uh, your way out. You can't. Okay, so basically that was the usage for all the pesukim they were all accounted for. What the Gemara is going to analyze now... Lecture mode on. What the Gemara is going to analyze now is the last Tanasha that we said. Kol, and the, and the extra words, Kol Hedem, that you're coming to tell me that it's coming to include that even Derech Yirida, where it's Nitan the Chapara and the Shogeg, so you might have thought that, wow, you can pay and get off the Shogeg, you can't. You don't need a pasuk for that. Why don't you need a pasuk for that? Because it's explicitly in a brighter, a brighter that we're familiar with. So the Gibra says, We know this principle, that derich yirida is hayav, uh, and is not nitan, is not uh, applicable for a payment in money. We know it from tana debeh haskiyah. Why would he say? The tana debeh we have a juxtaposition in the Pesukim It talks about somebody that kills an animal And somebody that's Makkeh Adam and kills him What's the, what's the comparison? The Gebra says Just like a person that's a Makkeh Behemah You did not make a haluk how you kill the animal Right, whether you did it unintentionally or intentionally Right, whether you mitkaven to kill this animal You mitkaven to kill another animal You ended up killing the one in front of you. Ben derich yirida le derich aliyah. Well, it doesn't matter the direction that you kill the animal. Lefotro memon. That no cases are you going to be patur memamon. Ela lehayibom memon. Which means in all cases, when a person is makeh bema, under all situations, he's hayav memon. Af makeh adam. So too by makeh adam, where he kills him, lot tachlokbo. Do not make a haluk. Ben shogeg lemezid. When he kills him, shogeg. When he kills him, lemezid. Ben mitkaven, she mitkaven. Ben derech yirida le derech aliyah. Or the direction that you killed him in, le hayevo mamon. Don't think you'll be hayav mamon in any case. Ela le potro mamon. In all cases, you're going to be patur from. Uh, monetary payment. So you see clearly you have a pasuk that tells me that a person that kills somebody ben derech aliyah ben derech yirida you patur from mamon. So you can't pay uh, mamon. Even if a person did it derech uh, yirida so I don't need a pasuk to come and tell me that I would have thought that derech yirida you could pay the money and you can get off the mitah because clearly we have tarat be'al we have a derasha existing already that tells me even derech Yirida, it's not Nitan, the Mamon. So therefore the Pasuk is uh, extra again. So now we're back to the uh, to, to the question again. What do we how do we reconcile these Pisukim? How do we square up these Pisukim that each one is used for a uh, special Dirasha? Now, look at Rashi. Midetana de 
nafka she'en chiluk ben derech aliyah le derech yirida. That you see clearly that there's no chiluk between derech aliyah and derech yirida. In either case, just like by makem behema, you always pay. So to by makem adam, you never pay. You always uh, 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 off the chiyuv of payment. So that she says lehayibo mamon ruadin liftoto. Good, which means not only are you not hayav mamon, but as she points out to say. Who adin you would not be allowed to redeem yourself. Which you would not be allowed to pay mamon in order to to get off. Because that's really what we're looking for over here. Now, that she says, Velo ason mia itztarich. Now, we have the fourth pasuk in this uh, mix over here. That was the velo ason. Now, what did velo ason teach us? That a person only gets one out of the two punishments. When there's mita and there's mamon, he only gets... Mita and not mamon. So that she says, you need that person. Even though you have to start at the Behazkiyah, this is the Adam and Makeh, uh, which really teaches me that anytime a person's Hayav, uh, did a, did a siha, for example, I don't care how he did it, he's never paying money. So therefore, the question is that what do you need the Pasuk of Veloye Ason to teach me that Met Veno Mishalem? You have a. You have the Dinashav here of Makkah Adam and Makkah Behemah that teaches me what? That in all cases, met, or at least Eno Mishalem. So therefore, what's the case of Velo Yasun? So that she says, Di'ime Keshah, because if you only had the Hekesh of Makkah Adam and Makkah Behemah, Hav Amina Adraba, Li'idach Gisa, Ma Makkah Behemah Le'olam Yishalem, Av Makkah Adam Yishalem. Which means, I could have made the Hekesh between Adam and Behemah differently. I could have said, just like Behemah, you always pay. So too, maybe by Adam, when a person kills an Adam, maybe, you always pay. Which is, maybe you could always get off with a payment. I, I could have made the drasha that way. Oh, but now that I have Velo Ason, that comes and teaches me, no, when there's mitah, you don't pay. Good, so now I know the direction that I have to make my Hekesh. That what, when there's a mitah, you don't pay. So all the cash comes along and includes is, not only don't you pay when you hayab mitah, but you don't pay even in the case where you are not hayab mitah. Even b'shogeg, even derech aliyah, and all the other cases as well. So therefore all the pesukim, with this derasha, you still need uh, the derasha of the loya ason coming to klal enometu meshalem, because that gives me the direction in how to learn the hekesh of ma'ake adam to ma'ake behema. Good. So we're back to the question. So what are you doing with these pesukim over here? You don't need a pasuk for derech yirida. That's already learned from the hekesh between ma'ake adam ma'ake behema. So the Gemara says, Ela. Amar Rami Barhama, so Rami Barhama comes along and says, It's Tarikh. It's Tarikh what? So that she sets us up. Amar Rami Barhama, it's Tarikh Had Mahani Kla. One of these two Pesukim. Now, what are the two Pesukim that we are discussing? Which means the Pasuk of Velotik Hukofer, Lenefesh Rotsaya. That would be one of the uh, Pesukim. Which means, even though I have the pasuk of Veloye Ason that teaches me what Enometu Meshalem, you still need Lotikhu Kofed. You still need the pasuk to tell me that you can't pay yourself uh, out. Because I would have thought uh, as follows. I would have thought like this. Ha 
ואני מילי אחד דסימה את עינו והרגו בא. I would have said, you know what? You know when אינו מתו משלם? The פסוק ולא יהיה אסון. If I just would have said that פסוק alone. You know how I would have learned it? I would say, you're right. אינו מתו משלם. When you have מיטה, you have ממון, you don't pay the ממון. But you know what I would say the case is talking about? אחד דסימה את עינו והרגו בא. Where God, let's say, punched his friend in the eye, right? And at the time that he punched him in the eye, he died from that wound. So I would say, you had a mamon, when you hit him in the eye, that was like a mamon or a hayav. But not only a hayav on the mamon, subsequently he died from that. So from the one action, you had a mamon, and then it led into a mita. So I would say, in that case, Toya Asun teaches me what? אינו מתו משלם, אבל אחד נשימה את עינו בהרגו בדבר אחר But let's say he blinded his eye and killed him in a different way. For example, he blinded him in his eye, then he uh, stabbed him. So therefore, the mamon is coming from the, the eye, and you have mita on the killing. I might have thought that in that case over there, you get two punishments. Maybe I tell him, you could take uh, money in, uh, in such a case, because it's coming from two different... Uh, Two different axes over there. Even though it's Hayab Mita on the Hariga, because I'd say it didn't happen in the same Pi'ula. It didn't happen in the same uh, action. So that's why I needed extra Pasuk to come and tell me that even in that uh, situation, Met Ve'eno Mishalem. And you can't uh, pay yourself off. So therefore, the Dinashah would be like this. If it just would have said, Velo Ye'ason, so Lo Ye'ason teaches me what? In the case of Met Mishalem. In the case of a guy kills somebody, there's a Hayyuv Mamon at the same time, Eno Met Mishalem. Oh, now I have an extra person, for example, tell me not only that case, but even in a case where, let's say, the Met and the Mishalem are coming from two different actions, still what? Uh, we'll not take a money to, to get off the uh, to get off the uh, mita. Okay, very good. Now let's read Rashi. Rashi to explain this setup here. Rashi says, Rami which is even though I have lo yasun already. I would have explained Lo Ya'ason is talking about Dafka where it happened simultaneously. And therefore I need another Pasuk to come and tell me even when it happened separately. For example, I say the Pasuk of Lo Tikhu Kofir is coming to teach me that you don't take money even in such a case. Which means that the deen is going to be Mita Ve'eno Meshalem. Good. Correct. Comes the Gemara and says, Amal Rabbah. So Rabbah says, what are you talking about? I know that rule already. I know the rule, which rule? The rule of, even if a person did two actions, for example, Simayit Aino and Harago, that in that case over there, you only get the Mitah, and there's no payment option. I don't need a Pasuk for that. Why? The Tana de Bihuskiya. Ayin Tahat Ayin. We have a law. A guy, let's say, uh, blemished his friend's eye. So what does the Torah say regarding the uh, remuneration or the the payment in such a case? What do you owe to your friend once once a guy blinds his eye or takes his eye out? So it says eye for an eye. 
So the Gemara's Doresh, that we know Ayin Tav, first of all, it doesn't mean you take the guy's eye out the mush. And the Gemara explains, and she quotes it to us in Perika uh, Chovel, in Masechet Baba Kama, what's the reason why you don't take the guy's eye out? And it says, Ayin Tav, Ayin. Because you know what we're concerned about? The Gemara's language. Velo Ayin Venefesh Tachat Ayin. It's just an eye for an eye. But we don't want you to take an eye and a life for an eye. Meaning, if you're going to knock out the Hovel's eye, that's the one that did the damaging, he knocked out somebody's eye, if you're going to knock out his eye, we're concerned that what's going to end up happening, he might die from that. And then what's going to end up happening, what you did, he took out an eye, and you ended up taking out an eye and an ifish. Okay, so the Torah clearly comes out of its way and says, "Ayin tahat ayin velo ayin venefesh tahat ayin." Let's read that in Nashi. No one understands what, what the, the concept. Velo ayin venefesh tahat ayin mine kaima lan beachobel. We learned in the chobel. The ayin tahat ayin lav mamash. It doesn't mean mamash an eye for an eye. Ti amart mamash. Because if you tell me it's mamash an eye for an eye, can't be. Dilma ba'adid desaminan le'ained. What's going to happen? The time that you're blinding him, mayit. The guy is going to die. Va'avi de'ayin v'nefesh tahatayin. Very good. Now, miyu shem'inam. Now, what do you learn from this? The gabe what we need to study. Delo ta'abid betarte. Bottom line, it's telling you, you don't do two things to the mazik. Lo shena met beotamaka, lo shena lo met. So that she goes out of his way. It says, not only in the case where he didn't kill the guy, but for sure you only give him the ayin and not ayin benefish, but even in a case where when you knocked out your friend's eye, <coughs> you killed him. Still the Torah is telling you, velo ayin benefish. You only get one punishment. In the case where he killed his friend, he'll get mita, but not have to pay for the. Ayin. The point is when it says ayin, it's always just one payment. That's the point. It's not ayin venefish. It's never two payments. So already, I, now in the case of where let's say he punched his friend's eye and the guy died. I mean, the guy died, let's say, from a different a different cause. Okay? Even in that case. And still the Torah is telling you what? It's no ayin venefish. You only do one out of the two. So already I know this uh, uh, principle from what? From the pasuk of ayin tahat ayin. So we're back to the question. Already you have extra pasukim. But I thought that what I have no yasun that teaches me what that you only do met ve no mishalem. That's a case where it was one action. I know that the kofen is coming to tell me what even if it's two separate actions, still it's only met and don't take any money. You cannot even put yourself with the money. Very good. But the kibbutz, what do you mean? I know that already. I know even if it's coming from two separate actions, it's ayin ve lo ayin Even if let's say you punched him in the eye and then he died, let's say from a uh, a different way. Uh, Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to say it clearer. Let's the way I'm going to say it better now. When you punched him in the eye and he died, that's the same action. I thought, even the person died and he died, that's the same action. Okay? So therefore, I don't need Veloye Asun to tell me that in one action you get Mita Velo Mishalim. One action already I know from Ayin Ta'at Ayin. When you punch the guy in the eye, what is the person saying? In one action, when you hit him in the eye, he died. You only get one of the two. Good. So I know in one action, the lawyer is teaching me two actions. 
that what even in two separate actions you don't you can't get off with the payment. Also the red look is extra. That's the the, the methodology over here. So comes again what says, bottom line you have extra pesukim still. So comes again what says Okay, so Rav Asher gives us final uh, answer at the record side of Pesukim. It's that comes along and says you still need the extra pasuk. Why? Because I would have thought like this. Because I would have thought like this. The whole whenever you talk about a knas, a you know a payment, it's not a monetary payment. It's a knas. It's a penalty payment. I would say, what well, by knas, since the whole, it's a hidush knas. I would have thought like this. When it comes to regular mamonot, you're right. That teaches me when there's a monetary, meaning a, a reparation payment, and a mitah, that I know from Yasun. You know what I use velotikul kofir for? I use velotikul kofir to teach me, not only in a mamon case, but even in a knas case. Because you would have thought, maybe when it comes to a knas payment, let's say I'm hayab mitah with a knas. I would have thought, well, the whole thing of knas is hadush. Because, what do you mean is a hadush? I'm not obligated to pay this money, meaning from the law of reparation per se. Knas is a penalty. It's like uh, like the case of owners. I'm paying the extra hundred. It's a, that's not, that's just a cost to put the penalty on me. So I would thought maybe since the whole deal of knas is a hadush, maybe you maybe there's mitah. Maybe in that case over there, I would say even though he's dying, maybe he has to pay. That's why I have the pasuk to come and tell me no. That even in the case where it's a knas, he doesn't pay. So one of the pesukim is coming to tell me mamon umita, meaning it's mita ve'eno mishalim. And one of the pesukim is telling me to tell me knas and uh, mita, and still tell me what met ve'eno mishalim. So I would have told maybe by knas met umishalim kamash malan no. Okay, so that's that's that. <laughs> now, comes the Gemara and says, "That's all good and well, but not good according to Rava." Why? So the Gemara says, "Ulaba be'amar hidushu shachatu rabiknas afagav demiktil meshalim." I call Hare my Avidle. Well, if you remember Rabbah Arishita that said that in the case of Kenas, you are met to Mishalim. Because Kenas is a Hindush, and it's different than all other uh, payments. And if, even though you're right, by Mamon, you just get the Mitan, you don't have to pay. That's like from the Pasuk But you know what? When it comes to Kenas, for example, if a person did something that's Hayabita, and at the same time it's Hayabita, Classical example that we learned: the guy went and he was um, tobeah on Shabbat. Right, he stole an item during the week and he went and he was tobeah on Shabbat. So what do we say at the time of the tivichah Shabbat? mita. But what the payment for tivichah is an extra payment of a kras. Rabbi said in that case you pay four and five. Oh, so in that case we're saying not only you pay four and five, you pay. And he dies. He's met. So according to him, one of the Peskim is extra, which is, You're going to tell me, he's talking about, 
you'll come and tell me that means what? In the case of Metum Hashem, you can't even pay yourself out. Okay, very good. And uh, now the question is, what are you going to tell me with the Pasuk of Kulherim? Because that was one of the Pasukim. So the Gebara says, I'll tell you very good. Hai Kulherim my Avidle, Savad la Ketana Kamad Rab Hananya bin Akabia. Hello, I'd like the Dinashar Rab Hananya bin Akabia. We added the Rashan last Amud, but if Hananiah bin Akavya said like this, let's say a guy's on the way out, to, he's out, out, out for death row, he's on the way out to death row, and a guy comes along and says, Erko alai. His Erich is on me. So Rabbi Hananiah bin Akavya said what? Nothing. He doesn't pay. Even though he has an Erich that's explicitly written in the Torah, a certain age, the guy has a certain amount of money that you have to pay for the Erich. Since this guy is going on death row, he doesn't have an Erech, and therefore you're not obligated to pay. That's what from the Pasuk of course. You don't have to make a, uh, a, a payment. Very good. So then that Pasuk is used. So it comes out, you have the Pasuk of that teaches me Ta or Mishalev. The teaches me a Kontarabha, you can't pay yourself out. Kol Hayrim comes and teaches me what? That in the case where a guy's going out to death row, you don't have a, uh, a, a chance. If you guys said, you don't have to pay. That's going to Rabbah. But according to the other opinions, say no. Lo Yasso teaches me Ta'o Meshalim. Lo Takakofer comes and teaches me not only Met Ve'enu Meshalim by Mamon case, but even in the case of Mitan Knas, it's also Met Ve'enu Meshalim. We begin the next Mishnah. Na'ara shinit arsa. Okay, you have a na'ara, and she got engaged. It arsa, she was engaged. Irusi, vinit garsha. Oh, then what happened? She got divorced. Now the question is: Is she subject to the law of onus? We know the regular deen of onus. A guy goes with a na'ara, his man nesa. So then everybody's hayat fifty shekel to the father. Now we want to know: Does the law of onus apply? To a girl that was once engaged. Now she got divorced. So the famous machlok between the Biyose and the Biyakiba. So the Mishnah says, Biyose, Gilili Omer, En La Knas. No Knas. Once she got engaged, all bets off. Biyakiba Omer, Yesh La Knas, Vekansal Atzma. Double Hindus. Number one, she gets Knas even though she was engaged. And number two, the knas goes to her and not the father. Okay? I'll read Rashi. Shinitarsa vinit garsha. The ilu arusa shelonit garsha hayab mita. Right, inchab knas. Which means if a guy goes with a lady that's still in arusa, forget about knas, she's hayab mita. Because he's going with the ishit ish. Right? At the arusa stage, because the ishit ish. So of course, has to be, the only discussion of knas would be arusa vinit garsha. Rashi points that out. Now, if you remember in the beginning, the first Mishnah, the Pedic, we gave a case of, let's say, a guy goes with Eshet Ah. Now that case can only be for Knas situation, Eshet Ah, Shinit Arsa, Vinit Garsha. Why that has to be the case? Because if she was married, then she's not a Betula anymore. So there's no Deen of, uh, of Knas at all. And if she's still married, then it's already a deen of mitah. You don't deal with class. So the Mishnah that we learned earlier that said, if a guy goes with eshet ah, it must be a case of nitgarsha mina irusin, and the Mishnah says yesh la knas, that she pointed that must be going like the biakiba. 
So now you know that there's machlok in that case, but the stam tana in the first panic was Ali Badr Akiva that says, even in the case of the Tarsah, you're going to have to pay. But, now we're learning an extra addition of Mishnah, Kansal Asma. The class goes to her. Now the Gemara analyzes. Mike Tamadr Biyosigilili. What's the rationale of the Biyosigilili? Why does the Biyosigilili say that what? No knas. So, in order to understand this whole sugya, you really have to know one pasuk. The pasuk by Ones. What does it say by the pasuk of Ones? I'm going to read it to you. It's in Devarim uh, Chavpeh, pasuk Chavhet. Ki yimsa ish na'arab betula. I find na'arab betula. Asher lo orasa. Veshutfasai, grabda. Veshachav imma benimsao. So the pasuk clearly says, Asher lo orasa. That was not engaged. So the Biyose says, Amar kira asher lo orasa. That the law of honest only applies to a girl that wasn't engaged. Ha orasa. But if she was engaged once, in laknas. So the Biyose, it's almost like a beferush pasuk over here. Asher lo orasa. stipulates his whole law was asher lo orasa. Akiva. So says, yeah, of course I agree with the Pasuk, but you have to learn it like this. Asher lo orasa le'aviha, ha'orasa le'atzma. He makes it like this. Of course there's a haluk between orasa engaged and not engaged. If she was not engaged, asher lo orasa, then the Pasuk says you give the money to the father. And how should you make the diyuk? Ha'orasa, but if she was engaged and got divorced, she gets it. That's the way to be Akiva learns. So comes Gabbara and says, Ela me'ata. Oh, now you teach me a new derech. Give me a new style over here. I could come and tell you like this. Ne'ara velo bogeret. Right? Didn't I also say that the law applies only to a ne'ara? Because the pasuk is ne'ara betula. So I'll tell you like this. Ne'ara velo bogeret. Ha'chanamid le'atzma. Maybe I'll tell you. Ne'ara, the father gets it. And bogeret, she gets it. You want to make that haluk by ne'ara bogeret? Go to the next one. Betula velo be'ula. I would say the law applies to a betula and not a be'ula. Ha'chena middle le'atzma. Why you want to say, Haluk, that betula, the father gets it and be'ula. She gets it. Because once already you start making this haluk, make it across the board. Ela legamre. We know when it comes to, let's say, a be'ula, it's legamre, there's no payment, pichlal. And we know as well, by bogere, there's no payment at all. So here also, look how when the pasuk says Asher lo orasa, means ha orasa no payment pechlal. Be consistent. Which means I need the words Asher lo orasa for the following brayta, which basically I'll give you the introduction. What Rabbi Akiva is going to tell you, Asher lo orasa is used for something else. Do not use it in the context of uh, the pasuk. Asher lo already we use for another item, and therefore, really, I'll tell you, there's no chiluk between orasa and lo orasa. It's just in one case the father gets it, in one case uh, she gets it. How? Lichdetanya. Asher lo orasa prat le naarashin et arsavin et karshash en naknas tibri rabbi yosegidili. Okay, good. Rabbi Yosegidili said that there's no knas by orasa. Rabbi Akiva Omer, yesh la knas, even in the case of a lady that was engaged, the knasa la'aviya. And the father gets it. Okay, now right away, you see you have a contradiction between our Mishnah and this 
Braita. Because in the Mishnah, right away, it said, she gets it. Now, the Braita says, Father gets it. Put that on the side. Vedin notin. And that Bekma explains his logic. Which means at the Na'ara stage. Right? Let's say a, a girl, uh, Na'ara. Who gets the Kesef Kedushin of a Na'ara? The father. Not only does he get the Kedushin, let's say she got engaged to somebody and got divorced. And now she gets engaged to somebody else. He still gets the Kedushin. The law is like this. So long as a girl does not get married, Nisu'in, the father is Zakai to receive her Kesef Kedushin. So the Gemara said, just, the Biyakim logic, just like you tell me, by Na'ara, the father at that point still has monetary uh, rights. He can still take the next Kesef Kedushin. So therefore, father should also be uh, befitting to accept her. The father still has rights. And Kesef Kedushin is given to the father even in a case where she was in the next guy. He will take that case of Kedushin, Lavia, of case of Kedasa, for Pishin Tarasav and Kesha. Lavia. Very good. So the Begma is, he's giving you the logic. He's telling you, listen, just like at a Ne'arashin it Arsav and it Garsha. Does the father still have rights on this girl? 100%. If she gets engaged to somebody else, who gets the case of Kedushin? He does. So just like he gets the case of Kedushin, in the case of Ne'arashin it Arsav, and then she, Nit Garsha, then she got Ne'insa. Uh, and the father will get the uh, knas. He's justifying why the father should get the knas because he still has rights. In Ken, so the Biyakim is asking on himself, Matta mudubar Hashem orasa. But the pasuk says it's not the case of Hashem orasa. You know, you cannot deny the pasuk. The pasuk clearly says it's only talking about a girl that wasn't engaged. So the Gemara says mufne. That is opened. We need Hashem orasa not for itself. We need Ashel Orasa for a derasha. What's the derasha? Neemar kan Ashel Orasa. It says by Ones, the word Ashel Orasa. It says by Mifute. Mifute is the law of person that seduces a girl. Ashel Orasa. Also, I have Gizra Sheva. Ones Ashel Orasa. Mifute Ashel Orasa. To teach me what? Ma kan Hamishim. Aflalan Hamishim. Oh, we know the punishment, the class of an Ones is how much? 50. But Mifuteh doesn't say how much the punishment is. So I make a Gizra Sheva, Shelo Rasa, Shelo Rasa. Just like by Ones it's 50, so too by Mifuteh it's 50. Now, Umadalan Chikalim. Now we know by Mifuteh it says the word Yishkol. So I know the currency by Mifuteh is what? Shikalim. Afghan Shikalim. Beautiful. So too by Ones it's Shikalim. So therefore, let's, 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 let's analyze now again. You have a pasuk according to Biakiva. It says, So he's coming along and saying like this. Don't think when it says, It means literally that honest only applies to a girl that was never engaged. Because we have her, already is used for to make a keshim, to teach her the 50, to teach me shikalim, good. So what is Ashel Orasa? Even if she was Orasa, even if she was engaged, and she got divorced, it's the same old law. The father, the father gets the uh, the money. Good? Now the Gebola says, wait. My husband, Rabbi Akiva, my husband, Ashel Orasa, Ligizira Shava, Ubtula, Lemeute, Beula. Rabbi Akiva, when it came to Ashil Orasa, 
you use those words for a gives it hashava. And when it came to the word bitula, bitula you learned literally, meaning only a bitula and not a bi'ula. Meaning a bi'ula, the law of orders doesn't apply. Why could you could have went the other way? Emma bitula because the word betula, by the way, is written not only by Onis, it's written also by Mifute. So I could have said like this, betula, betula, ligizira shava. And if I would say what? A betula is also subject to the law of Onis, because I'm using the word betula for the gizira shava. And I would say, which means, learn literally. To tell me that Dafka lo orasa, but if she was engaged, the law doesn't apply. And learn your gizrashra from the word betula. I said betula, betula. And therefore, if you learn the gizrashra from the words betula, betula, what does that mean? That you're not going to exclude beula. I would tell you that a beula, the law of ones, applies. Because I'm not using the word betula to exclude anything. I'm using the word betula to make my gizrashra. And learn ashir lo orasa literally. That what? That that's called orasa. Ha orasa in a class canal cloud. So the Gemara says, Mr. Bra, Ashil orasa ligizira shava. It makes sense the way the Biakiva learned it. Ashil orasa is for the Gizira shava. Why? Share ani kore ba na'ara betula. Well, one of the things for a Onish, she has to be a na'ara betula. Correct? The Pasuk says. So we know one of the qualifications of Betula. Now, could you call a Be'ula a Na'ara Betula? No. Good. Can you call a Na'ara Shinit Arsavinit Garsha a Na'ara Betula? Yes. She's a Na'ara and she's Betula because she was only engaged in divorce. So therefore, since the Na'ara Shinit Arsavinit Garsha still fits under the category of I'd rather say she's subject to the law of Kanas mm-hmm. so the Gibraltar says I go the other way I'll come along and tell you maybe the Betula is coming to teach you the Gizira Shava for the 50 and the Shekalim exactly which means like this you have a bi'ula. Maybe I'll tell you, a bi'ula is subject to knas. Why? Because a bi'ula fits the category what the Pasuk said, ashelo orasa. Even though the lady was defiled, she's a bi'ula, but she still fits ashelo orasa. She didn't have to be necessarily engaged. She can be a bi'ula and still fit the category of ashelo orasa, which means I can learn it the other way and fit in the Pasuk ashelo orasa working with a bi'ula. So therefore, who told you to learn one way? Over maybe I'll tell you. Betulas come and teach you and therefore do not exclude Beulah. And then I'll tell you Beulah sheyakte kras. And you know why I will say that? Because read the pasuk now. Asher lo orasa, good. So Beulah fits into that category. She's a Beulah. Asher lo orasa. It's possible to be both a Beulah and Asher lo orasa at the same time. So the Gemara says, Mistabla. You know what the logic is? Ha ishtane gufa ha lo ishtane gufa. Okay. Whose body changed? A Be'ulah's body changed. And therefore it makes sense that when a guy goes with a Be'ulah, you're not going to knas him. You know why? Because he didn't do too much to her. Her body was changed already. And 
hadith was more mustabil to mima'it of bi'ulah that our body was changed before the guy was ma'nesa. And therefore you weren't pogema that much. Mashi'inkin in the case of na'arashin it arsabin it garshah, lo ishtani gufa. Nothing happened to our body. So it's mustabil to say that in that case when the guy goes with her, pay the knas. So Rabbi Yaqba's logic in why he was mima'it bi'ulah, but kept in. Because he holds when you read the Pasuk, learn it literally. Pasuk says that the law of honors only applies to a girl that wasn't engaged. But if she's engaged, even though she got divorced, nothing. Very good. But Rabbi Yosei, how do you know the law of 50 coins by Mifuteh? And how do you know the law of Shekeli, which is, where, where do you get the Gezerah Shavah from? Because you're learning the words for itself. So where, where do you get the uh, Gezerah Shavah? Meaning the Sibara of the 50 coins and the, uh, and the Shekelim. You're not from a different place, from the Braita. Kesef Yishkol Kemohar it says in the Pasuk uh, by Mifute. Kesef Yishkol, will pay according to Mohar Abetulot. Mohar is a settlement. The settlement of the Betulot. You'll pay according to the settlement of Betulot. The payment of Mifute is like the settlement of Betulot. Umohar Abetulot Kazeh. Now, what is Mu'ar Abitulot? Mu'ar Abitulot, we said in the case of Ones. And we know what's the payment over there? 50. Oh, so it says Mu'ar Abitulot. And we know already the settlement of Abitulot in other cases, what? 50. And I'll tell you, the Mu'ar Abitulot of Ones is like the Mifuteh, the one it's Shikalim. So therefore, he learns it from the Mu'ar Abitulot. That's where he gets his care. So everything is fine. Now the only question is, we have a stira between Rabbi Akiva to Rabbi Akiva. Why? Let's talk it out. In the Mishnah, Rabbi Akiva said what? Anara Meorasa that got uh, divorced, there is knas. He said that in the Brayta as well. Alibad Rabbi Akiva, there is knas by Anara Meorasa. Put that in your minds. The only stira between the Mishnah and the Brayta was in the Mishnah it says Vikansale Atzma. She gets the knas. Where the Braitha said, Ali Badr Akiva, the father gets the knas. So now you gotta square that off, or make up your mind. So the Gemara asks, Kasha Drabi Akiva, Drabi Akiva. Meaning Drabi Akiva, the Matnitin, and Drabi Akiva, the Braitha. So the Gemara says, Tre Tanae, Vali Badr Akiva. Okay. You have two Tanaim in Rabbi Akiva's opinion. One Tana understood Rabbi Akiva like the Mishnah, and one Tana heard Rabbi Akiva like the Braitha. Which we see uh, many times, right? So the Gibra says, let's speak this out ourselves then. Which makes more sense? Rabbi Akiva of the Mishnah or Rabbi Akiva of the Blaita? So the Gibra is going to say, Rabbi Akiva of the Mishnah makes more sense. Why? Because the Pasuk writes, Na'ara betula. Asher lo orasa, right? That's not uh, engaged, right? So it says then the money goes to the father. Mm. So Rabbi Akiva and the Mishnah understands that pasuk in its context. 
the context is what? Yes, Asher Orasa, as it says, Bifirush Nepasul, Pashte Dikra, Asher Orasa, money goes to the father. Make it the yuk, Ha Orasa, money will go to herself. So the way he's learning it in the Mishnah, the Pasuk has a pshat, I mean the Pasuk flows. Masha'ek and according to Rabbi Akiva of the Braita, Rabbi Akiva is okay the pshat of the entire Pasuk. Because the Pasuk says, Asher lo orasa, it goes to the father. And he comes along the back and says, even orasa, it goes to the father. So the, the Braita, he's okay the pshat of the Pasuk. Again, what does the Pasuk say? Nara betula lo orasa, she was ne'ensa, father gets it. Rabbi Akiva the Braita comes along and says, even if she was Orasa, the father gets it. That's already took away the shot of the of the pasuk. In the Mishnah, you didn't do that. Because in the Mishnah, you said the pshat of the pasuk is emet. Asher lo Orasa goes to the father. How Orasa? She gets it. So the, there's a flow. So the Gemara says, Bishlama. Bishlama al biyachvat dematnitin. Lo atya gezerah shava which means when you made your Gezerah Shavah because he made his Gezerah Shavah of Nara Meorasa to Nara Meorasa by Asher Orasa, I'm sorry from Honest to Mefateh that's Gezerah Shavah but by using that Gezerah Shavah at least you kept the Pshar the Pasuk intact however Elal Rabbi Akiva the Braita but according to Akiva the Braita by using Asher for Gezerah Shavah, you're uprooting the Pshat of the Pasuk. Mm. Let's speak it out again. What did the Biyakiva use with the words Asher He made a Gezerah Shavah with it. So the Gezerah well, according to the Mishnah, that Gezerah Shavah doesn't destroy the Pshat of the Pasuk. Why? Because the Pasuk literally says, Asher if I come along and say, hey, listen, don't think ha orasa nothing, because I really tell you this ashel orasa is for gizra shava. So I can tell you, because even by orasa vinit there is knas, and that's just leatzma. Uh, Good. Now, how will I know the gizra shava if I'm using this pasuk? Uh, so that she just points out, because I'll tell you that the other ashel orasa is available. For Gezerah Shiva, all you need is uh, one of the uh, uh, words available. Or I could tell you, even if both of them are not available, I could still make a Gezerah Shiva, because obviously there's a connection between the Deen of Ones and Mefute. But the point is that at least you weren't okay from Pashtet Dekra. But in the case of the Brahita, you were okay from Pashtet Dekra. You're coming along and saying, Ashelo Orasa, Ibn Orasa, the father gets That's against the, the Pasuk. By making the Gezerah Shiva, you're taking the Pasuk out of its Pshat. So comes Gibran and says, Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, Kari be, you know you should read the Pasuk, Asher lo arusa. Read the Pasuk like this, according to the Braita. Asher lo arusa. The law applies to a girl that's not engaged. While she's engaged, but what? When she's not engaged, which means if she got divorced, the law applies. Don't read it as orasa that wasn't engaged. Read it as arusa that's not engaged now. 
Now, let's talk about ourselves. What is the pasuk then saying? If a girl is engaged and a guy goes with her, there's no knas. Of course, if a guy goes with a girl that's engaged, he's hayab sekira. So the Gemara says, arusa bat sekirahi. Meaning, the guy that goes with a arusa, in this case, because she's married. I need a pastor to come and tell me that when a guy goes with a arusa, there's no class, of course. She would be a bat sekira if she did it willingly. But she's not a bat sekira in this case, because she was arusa. But the guy himself is, uh, he's just hayav. So comes the Gemara says, Sal kadatachamina. Here it is. I would have thought, Hoil vechidushu shachat Torah beknas afal gav de miktil mishalem. You know what the hidush is over here? I would have thought, you know what? You're right. A guy went with an arusa. This guy's hayabita. I would have thought, you know what? Let him pay also. You know why we don't let him pay? Because we know the whole thing, Dean of the Ones, is a knas. I would have thought that since Knas is a Hidush, let him pay, even though he's dying. Kamashwan, the Pasuk said, no, 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 no. If she's Arusa, there's no Knas. So that's the Hidush of Rabbi Akiva, which means, according to Rabbi Akiva, the Bright, the Pasuk, we have discussed Lo uh, Orasa. Meaning, even whether she was Orasa, whether she was Lo Orasa, the law applies that the father gets the money, according to the Bright. I, but you take the pasuk out of its context. No, no. I read the pasuk as if it says ashid lo arusa that the law of class doesn't apply to a lady that while she's engaged. Oh, while she's engaged, that's obvious. No, it's not obvious because I would have thought that even though a guy goes with a girl that's in, that she's engaged, you're right. It's gonna be hayab mita. But I might have thought he has to pay the class as well because what the whole dean of class is I might have thought that metu b'shalem kamash malan. No. So comes the Gemara and says back to Rava. Let's go back to Rabbah. Because Rabbah is the one that said that by Iknas you are met to Mishalim. So therefore then we're back to the question which means what's the what's the Hadush Pasuk? Which is your time it says Arusa. Now, Arusa you can't tell me that why I would have thought that you do too, and that's what the person was telling me. Arusa pays knas and doesn't. Uh, no, you, you tell me dafka ashed lo arusa, right? That's what you tell me now. Ashed lo arusa ha arusa does not pay knas because it dies. But according to the Biravad, that says even in arusa dies and pays because what's the hadush? Savala kirebi akivad matnitin. Very surprising. The Biravad doesn't hold like. The be uh, the be akiva of the brayta. He also be akiva of the mishnah. And what does be akiva of the mishnah say? That really the pasuk is ashelo orasa. Don't mean ashelo arusa. And I don't know the pasuk is what ashelo arusa to teach me what ha arusa goes laatzma. Taro rabbanan kansalemi. Okay, what's the question? The gemara reading kansalemi. So the gemara is stopping at this point. The gemara is asking some question. A lady got the insa, nara. Who gets the money? Does she get the money? Or does the father get the money? New, new questions. Time the question. Going back to the basics. Who gets the money of the knas? So the Gemara says la'avia. That's one, one, one statement. Says the father gets. V'yeshomrim la'atzma. So the Gemara says la'atzma. Am I? What do you mean la'atzma? The pasuk clearly says v'natan la'avia nara. How could you tell me uh, she gets it? Amar Fazda, Hacha bin Arashin at Arsavin at Kasha Askinan, 
Oh, you know what the question was? It wasn't in a regular case. It was a question in the Naharashin at Arsavin at Garsha. Who gets the money? And the two she taught over here are actually the two she taught of the Biakivad, the Mishnah that says she gets it, or the Biakivad, the Brighton that says the father gets it. Those are the two opinions. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen.